everyone. This is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. This week's podcast is going to be, I think we're on, I almost wanted to say part 1000 of COVID-19, but I think we're up on like part four right now. And I just wanted to share some experiences I've had during the week how my office is running, some things that I've streamed. I actually was able to watch some things this week for the first time in forever. And then I wanted to get into a topic that I had planned on getting into several weeks ago, but um, really wasn't able to. Before all of this really got bad, I took a trip to Canyon Ranch in Tucson, and since everything has been bad, I've been planning on giving you guys a virtual vacation to Canyon Ranch, and also, it's sort of a a moment in time before everything really got crazy with COVID, and just wanted to experience, uh, wanted to experience and share some of my thoughts from that time period before we were all sequestered in our house. So I noticed this week I was starting to have a really hard time distinguishing between different days of the week. Like, is it Monday? Is it Saturday? Is it Tuesday? It was really hard. And the kind of things that you have in the past, such as getting your kids up to school maybe, or maybe some sort of social event, um, or things that happen at work on certain days, a lot of that isn't existing anymore. So that's something that I've been having a lot of of problems with. It just feels cloudy. And a lot, my days have all been sort of the same, whether it's the weekend or the weekday. I get up about six. Um, I work from my kitchen for about two or three hours. I get showered. I go to the office. I work some more. I come back, maybe go for a little walk, work some more, and fall into bed exhausted. But I'm finding some things to kind of break up the week so the days feel a little bit different. I'm doing my church group on Wednesday night via Zoom. I'm watching services on Saturday or Sunday. And because I'm not traveling to church anymore, I'm also watching a service of another uh, of a friend of mine who is a pastor out of Casa Grande and he um, is posting his services online so I'm watching my regular local church and then a church farther away so that's nice and I'm keeping my Saturday walks going because that just feels like the sort of the line in the sand of when my week ends or begins, however you want to look at it. And I usually walk about five miles, but on Saturday, I walked eight. I'm still feeling it. I'm still so sore. But the reason why I did was because I got up early. My grandchild was still sleeping. 
and I like to take him with me, but he wasn't up. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start walking. And I got about a mile and my daughter called me and said, he's up. Do you want to get him? And I was so far, but I thought, shoot, like he really enjoys it and he needs to get out of the house and his parents need a little bit of a break. So I walked all the way back. So there's two miles right there. And then we went and did the walk and then later took another just little stroll to the mailbox. By the time I went to bed, it was over eight miles. Um, I'm kind of going out of order a little bit um, because I wanted to share what, what I did this week. And one thing that I did this week was actually finally got to see some movies and some documentaries that I've been trying to see forever, but... I just haven't been able to, like I have not had time to sit down at night and, um, I was able to, and, and it was good because I had this giant project that I was working on this week. So at, in the evening when my mind was just really burned out, it was nice to just sit and watch TV. So I wanted to give you some streaming ideas of some things that I saw and really liked and where you can find them as well. First of all, I saw Parasite. I saw, I think I watched it Tuesday night. And I watched it with my oldest daughter. It is the Oscar winner for the 2019 movie. So the Oscar was given in 2020. It is from South Korea. It's subtitles, which I don't usually enjoy because it feels like a lot of work for me. But because I read so much and then if I have to read the movie. But this was effortless because the movie was so good you'll really feel for everyone in the movie. Some parts were laugh out loud funny. And it also made me just think of, wow, you know, like Korea is such a different culture. But when it really came down to it, the family was so, the families in this were so much like people you know, or even yourself, um, that it, you you couldn't even believe it. It it was such an excellent movie, like just so um, widespread in terms of uh, messages, uh, very universal messages. I highly recommend this movie. Okay. Oh, I finally also saw the Tiger King, the docu series on Netflix. My girls had seen it. Everyone I know had seen it. It's talked about on the news. It's talked about in podcasts. And I thought, finally, I have to see this. And I had been purposely avoiding any spoilers. There was some that I was um, told, but not really that many. So um, I was able to watch it. I watched it all on Saturday, which I know sounds crazy. But after my walk, I laid down and I watched the first three episodes, which are like 45 minutes each. And then throughout the day... When I was downstairs with everyone else and I was making dinner, we just sort of had it on. You don't have to, there's there's a lot that happens, like don't get me wrong on that, but it's not like a, um, it's not like when I watched Parasite and where I had to read all the subtitles or would have been completely lost. Like you can kind of be chopping vegetables and listening and, and you know, watching there's a lot of twists and turns in this more than I imagined. Um, I even watched the wrap up series with Joel McHale, the wrap up interviews. 
that just came out, I think in the last week. It's such a, it's such a weird story and it's multiple stories. There's multiple storylines. You may have heard of one of the individuals named Joe Exotic, very, very strange sort of guy and what he does and what happens to him and another woman named Carol Baskin and they have these big cat parks that I think in a way they like to think of as sanctuaries I'm not so sure about that um the scene all this footage of the big cats like that's amazing that will tear at your heartstrings as well it's really good. It's a seven-part series, and then there's part eight, which is the wrap-up, and it goes down easy. So um, I highly recommend it. After I watched that, I was definitely in the mood for some more true stories. So I started watching McMillions on Hulu, which is the documentary about the Monopoly game from McDonald's, the scam where I I don't I'm not that far into it, so I don't know who does it. I don't know if it's a person or a group, but somehow the game gets rigged, and the same family keeps winning year after year, winning the big prize, like the million or two billion dollar prize. So then on Sunday, I wanted to share some documentaries that I had seen in the past and I've recommended on the show, but my daughter had never seen. I had been talking to her about them. And saying, you know, this uh, this story and this and this. And we sat down and watched the documentaries. We watched the two Fire Festival documentaries. The one on Netflix, the one on Hulu. She was um, mesmerized. She had never heard of the Fire Festival. And was amazed that there could be a scam out there that, that was that big. That she hadn't heard about. And that affected people that were in her age range. And then we watched... Um, the Theranos Elizabeth Holmes documentary, which is available right now on Hulu, even though it's through HBO. I noticed on Saturday that Hulu had a tab that said something like HBO for Hulu. So I think during, I heard that maybe this was just for the coronavirus. I don't know if it'll last afterwards, but HBO shows are available on um, Hulu. And if you've never seen The Sopranos, I mean, watch it immediately. This is your time to see it. If um, you haven't seen Sex in the City, watch that. I was always a big fan of the show True Blood. It's not the world's greatest show. It's kind of campy, um, but it's very fun and has a lot of like romance and um, violence <laughs> and just a lot of different things in it. So, uh, some very, very funny parts as well. It's not a show that I go back to, like where I go back to The Sopranos or I go back to The Sex in the City, you know, probably once a year. But um, True Blood is also available on Hulu or, or HBO. And if you haven't watched it, it may be worth trying out. Um, we wanted to watch a newer movie also, so we purchased the new Fantasy Island that was out like right before coronavirus hit, like maybe January. It sort of came and went from the movies, but it was a Blumhouse um, 
movie, which I generally always like. He's a producer that I admire quite a bit, and his movies are usually a good watch. You know, sometimes some of them aren't like great, great, but a lot of them are are very good. Fantasy Island was fine. It had a really good cast. It had Michael Pena as Mr. Rourke, if you remember that character. It's not the Fantasy Island from the 1970s. They mixed more horror into it. They could have mixed a lot more horror into it. Maggie Q was in it. Um, Lucy Hale. A, a very, very good cast. It had some really fun scenes in it. It had a very good premise. And then it just sort of fell apart at the end. It had a twist that didn't really make sense to me. They explained it, so it wasn't like you saw it and you didn't know what happened. But based on the rest of the movie, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if this it earned this twist. But it was kind of fun to watch. And one of those movies where you don't have to, you know, sort of like devote your life to it. Um, we were watching it like as a as a group, you know, my daughters and my sister-in-law and her daughter. And um, it was fun to watch. And we got pizza from Domino's. And it was a fun night, kind of like a feeling of like being out since we were seeing a new movie. But of course, staying in. We also got some Jiffy Pop. Jiffy Pop is the tinfoil um, popcorn where, you know, it has a little handle. Like for, It's the same popcorn that's in the beginning of the movie Scream that burns on the stove when Drew Barrymore gets into trouble in the beginning of Scream. Those popcorns, to me, it's always more fun than I think it. It feels like it's more fun than it ends up being. Like, we made it, and it was just like, meh. Like, the popcorn just wasn't that good. Like, microwave popcorn was way better than the Jiffy Pop. Um, oh, another thing I did... We had a reading night this week. I think it was Wednesday night. We had dinner. And then we all went into the front room or the sitting room. We're not sure what to call it. It's just a little room that has a couch and a couple of chairs and doesn't have a TV. And we all brought our books and we sat and we read for maybe like an hour. Every once in a while stopped and had a little conversation but then went to our books and that was very very nice like very relaxing we all had a cup of tea it just felt nice something where I probably wouldn't normally be able to do when I am doing my regular work because by the time the evening rolls around you know I might have been driving for a few hours may have been in court that's all kind of out the window right now. I'm I'm still as busy as heck, but I'll tell you there's some things that have gone away that I don't know if I'm really missing them right now. There are some weeks where I may drive 10 hours a week going to and from courts. Maybe even more, depending on if I have a hearing in Prescott or something crazy, or if I have two hearings on different sides of the valley on the same day. So that's really not happening right now. 
I'm not putting a lot of miles on my car. I'm not needing to fill up with gas very much. I mean, those are as, as stressful as all this is. There's like those little blessings like that where you're like, okay, kind of just count your blessings um, on that right now. It makes life a lot easier not to have a giant commute every week. And I wonder if other people are feeling that too. I'd really like to hear from people. If you want to shoot me a message through any of the platforms that I'm on and just let me know if the lack of a commute is making things different for you. Um, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. I generally listen to podcasts when I drive to and from court and I get through a lot of podcasts that way. But if I have a week where I'm not in court a lot, my podcast will kind of pile up. But I, with the coronavirus, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I listen to them in the morning as I'm getting ready. Um, I can listen to them in the shower in my new place. There's a place where I can keep my phone where it doesn't get wet and I can still hear it. And I listen to it as I'm winding down for the evening. So I'm getting through a lot of podcasts. Some podcasts I recommend. Again, I always recommend the Adam Carolla show. They're doing a really nice job with entertainment and coronavirus stories and interviews and just keeping me informed, but without scaring the bejesus out of me, which is how I generally feel if I watch the regular news. Um, Reasonable Doubt with Adam Carolla and Mark Garagos. That's a weekly podcast. I have found that to be very helpful. Mark is talking a lot about his experiences with the coronavirus in courts. So it's nice to hear another lawyer's perspective of it. And I've been talking to a lot of lawyers anyways, my lawyers that I'm friendly with, lawyers that I'm working cases with, we're all sharing information on how things are going. And so to hear from hear a podcast about it, I'm enjoying that. A local podcast I'd like to recommend is called Legitimate. And um, it is run by an attorney who is a consumer law attorney. And she's had some really good COVID podcasts, including podcasts on what kind of scams to watch out for. And I'll just put that in there as a little, little advice that I want to throw out. There are a ton of scams right there right now. One scam that I didn't hear about and then heard about it on Legitimate Podcast was there's a door-to-door scam where people will come to your door and say they're doing a free cleaning or free vent uh, exchange, vent filter exchange, or they're from um, the government to do an inspection. And all of that, of course, is fake. And they're to target, it's usually to target the elderly. And um, they're there to rob you. They either come back later and rob you or may even rob you while you're there. So I thought that's very scary. I myself have seen a ton of scams come through the email. There's emails that purport to be from banks or the IRS about stimulus checks 
or about business loans, you will not be solicited by any of these entities. Uh, they are so busy now, they're not reaching out to people to get this information. So if you get an email that doesn't feel right, don't click on the link, don't put on your information. The only way to check on the stimulus checks is for you to go to the IRS website and put in your information. And it's not information like your social security number and date of birth, you know, just like the basic information. When you go on the IRS website, they want your amount of your tax re refund from last year, um, your adjusted gross income, like only things that you would know which would match up to the IRS information. Still listening to the Film Vault I'm really enjoying hearing Anderson and Brian give suggestions on what they've been watching and what they've been streaming. They give some kind of deep polls sometimes. So it's nice to hear, um, you know, some recommendations for things that maybe I necessarily haven't heard of in the past. I just wanted to share a thought I had. Ever since all of this has been happening... The song from High School Musical, the Disney movie, High School Musical, that the song that is We're All in This Together has just been nonstop going through my head. And I've been thinking this is kind of the theme song for all of this COVID crisis. And then I've noticed lately that if a seminar pops up like through the state bar or a public service announcement comes up of some kind, they use the phrase, we're all in this together. So I'd just like to remind everyone, we are. Um, be kind, take an extra minute and talk to the grocery store clerk and thank them. <coughs> this is a for me too. Like I have to remember this. Sometimes I'm so up in my head that I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me. And the people who are working at the grocery stores, I can't even imagine. And it's must just, it must be horrific. You know, people are so um, stressed right now that just to have a little kindness their way. Um, give kindness to your neighbors when you are walking outside. When I'm walking outside and, and someone passes me, we're obviously social distancing, but I always wave and say, hey, good morning, how are you? And you can just see the people light up and it makes me feel good as well. I've been uh, taking just an extra minute and trying to extend my chat with my clients and see how they're doing, what's going on. I've called a few elderly clients to check in on them. Just whatever you can do to help it be kind, be patient, and take care of yourself. Let me check the time. Give me one second. One second. Okay, I'm going to get into a little bit of Canyon Ranch um, in this episode. So I won a package at Canyon Ranch at a silent auction last year. A package at Canyon Ranch is something I can not afford if I had to pay retail. For goodness sake, it's a place that April, 
Oprah goes to. And I've talked before about getting things at silent auctions. You can get a deal on something and you're donating to charity. Right before all this happened, I went to a charity event and I bought a four-hour DJ party. Um, It's just something that when all this blows over, I'm just going to have a party at my house for no reason and have a DJ and just dance and have a good time. So Canyon Ranch is in Tucson. It's in the city of Tucson, but at the same time, it's it's desolate and it's isolated. And my husband and I went there together. We got to Tucson and still had to drive for another 30 minutes through the city and then around these winding roads to this place that's in the mountains. And Canyon Ranch is all about health and wellness. It's all inclusive regarding meals, which is a little jarring. Um, The restaurants have large menus of food that generally, if you were at a restaurant, it would be very expensive. Things like superfood bowls and smoothies and fresh fruits. And the dinner menu was insane. Large vegetarian choices Fancy meats, not that I eat meats, but there was tons of vegetarian choices, tons of seafood choices. Like you could eat like a king, but the portions were always like very, um, they were well proportioned. So you never were like stuffing yourself. I mean, I guess you could, (laughs) you could literally get like 10 entrees and they would just bring it to you. But if you just ate an entree and a side or two, it just ended up being a nice portion of food. So when you check in, they take your car away and they park it. And there are signs not to use your cell phone unless you're in your room or in a cell phone location. And that ends up being weird. You don't see people attached to their cell phones everywhere you go. Like in in the world normally. When you check in, they give you an introduction. It's all sort of overwhelming at first. They give you a menu of classes and pretty much from eight to five, there are classes of all kinds. Yoga, Pilates, stretching, weightlifting. And if you want to exercise outside of those classes, there's the biggest gym I've ever seen in my life walking trails also, tennis, basketball, racquetball, volleyball, golf training, a theater room, a library, like just as much stuff as you could ever imagine. And the weekend that I went, I went on a weekend in the middle of what was a giant transition for me. Not only had I been working like crazy, but this was the start. This was March 13th when we went down there, there were a crazy announcements regarding the coronavirus. And I wasn't sure what to think. Like we were very nervous going down there at first. Everything was getting canceled. And since we've been there, Canyon Ranch just shut down. But I mean, think of all the stuff that has been canceled in the last month or so. Disneyland, Broadway, Um, A local event in my town called Anthem Days was canceled. 
the NBA, an event that I look forward to every year, Suns Fantasy Camp, was canceled. Federal court was canceling jury trials. Now Superior Court has canceled jury trials. Initially, when we went to Canyon Ranch, that was like right at the time where you couldn't buy toilet paper. That's the one thing that me and anyone else I know doesn't understand. Why a toilet paper panic? I don't know if that will ever be answered, but um, uh, you know, just crazy. And on top of this, my oldest daughter's having a baby, and there's just so much that's going on around her. The excitement, her doctor's appointments, her just not, you know, feeling well, her being tired, and then to add all this into the mix. I moved right after we got back from Canyon Ranch. Like we got back on Monday and started moving into the new house on Tuesday. And I had been in the same house for 20 years, like 20 years when I think about it. Like, how can that be? When my, when I moved there, my daughter who now has a baby was 18 months old. I had so much crap in my place. We started looking a few months ago to try to find a house that could better accommodate our whole family. My daughter and and her husband and her baby were in a place that wasn't great. And every time we wanted to be together, it was this big process of, you know, the baby needed to be in the car seat and we weren't able to be there to help. And they lived close by, but it still was you know, difficult. And my son-in-law started a new job and he wasn't home as much. I needed help at home. She needed help. And my daughter, um, with who's having the, the, my other daughter who's having the baby is in September, she's staying with us for a bit as well. So we found a home that worked well for this situation. And when we found it, it was under contract and it was the house that we really liked. Then it fell out of contract and we put in an offer. And then every time that I was dealing with this house, I was traveling, which just seems crazy now because who can go anywhere? But during January and February, I had three trips. I had my daughter's wedding in Vegas. I had a conference in New Orleans and I had the Film Vault podcast in LA. And I wasn't gone a lot. But the timing of when I was gone or when I was in court, something was happening. Plus, the mortgage process is just awful. I submitted the same documents two and three times. And every time the mortgage company needed something, it was urgent. And I would submit everything and then wouldn't hear for three days. And then my phone would blow up that they needed something else. And I'd be like walking into court. Days before the loan closed, the day the loan closed, I was still sending in documentation and I thought this wasn't even, I'm like, this will never happen. We'll never be getting this house. Like if I'm still sending in documentation this late, it isn't, it's not, it's not going to happen. And I was trying to not get my hopes up, but also trying to plan to move at the same time, which was crazy. So the weekend of March 13th, was the weekend in between the close of our property 
in a full week of court. So I had had um, court all the way up until the trip to Canyon Ranch. And then after, although a lot of it ended up getting canceled, um, you know, once I got back from um, Tucson. And my husband and I kind of felt the timing was bad to go to Tucson, but we also felt it would be good to reconnect. We felt like we had been two ships in the night for several weeks. I almost didn't think when we were going to Tucson, I almost didn't think we were going to get out the door that day. I packed in the morning. My husband was running around. I I still had to run to the office before we left, and we finally left about 11. And I hate the drive to Tucson, but it felt okay since we were just talking and talking. I felt like we were loosening up as we got there. So this will be part one of the Canyon Ranch experience. Um, And I will finish up next week with the part two of my virtual vacation for you. And like I said, I feel like As I'm going back through my notes in the past, it feels like a snapshot from the past. Like I'm looking almost like a black and white photo of old times (laughs) since, you know, now you can't go anywhere. It doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. So thank you so much for listening. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette bonafide legal podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can also find me on my personal Facebook page and my law office Facebook page. You can find me at my website, brummerlaw.com. You can also find me on Patreon as well, and you you can contribute to the podcast through Patreon and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening. Be safe, be well, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.